0: You're listening to Who Wears the Pants? This is Mike and Chris. And Chris, so here we are in Chris's romantically lit. It's a great ambiance here tonight. So we're we're at the we're at the normal table where we record um, the normal dining room table, but the kitchen. All the lights are off except for the kitchen light, which is so, right behind. the Yeah, dining so room table. yeah, so Chris is backlit and he's very mm. angelic. Oh yes. yeah, so yes, he's this halo of his just beauty. So spe-
1: uh, speaking of my obnoxiousness. Um, I've recently had to inform the folks at work that I am, in fact, a cult leader. (laughs) Did they like that? (laughs) They're like, what the fuck? You're like, why do you think I sell so many cars? They're all cultists. And I'm like, dude, I'm like, it's fine. I'll let you join. You got to bring your own robe. (laughs) (laughs) They're like... What, what does that even mean? I'm like, it's... I was like, nothing. I was like, we're probably going to go bowling or something. Yeah,
0: do, do you know what a robe is, you fucking moron? <laughs> what does that mean? I'm what? like,
1: by the way, we don't do Kool-Aid.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, all these other
1: cults get it wrong. All their followers end up dead. I was like, yeah. I don't want that.
0: I <laughs> <laughs> don't want that. That's awesome. Uh, so tonight we're going to talk about the evolution of a relationship. And I was inspired. I was talking to Jessica Rose, who I mentioned on last episode. And she, uh, she was talking to me about the addiction of the NRE, or the new relationship energy. And Ooh. that she used to date this guy who was a serial monogamist But he was addicted to new relationship energy. So he would, you know, develop interest in somebody else and then just completely cash out of his relationship on Jessica. Cheated. I mean, I'm not going to get into that whole thing. That's what it sounds like. Yeah, but I don't know. I don't know. I don't I don't want to get into her business, but he just wanted the new think the new shiny. He just wanted that that experience of being with somebody new
1: too. hmm Jesus.
0: But, you know, I but I but I understand the desire to be with someone new because you have that sense of just the the just the the fluttering hormones and excitement. the emotions and the excitement. Yeah and the the the, the the exploration of a new body you know i mean that's all very very interesting um but it's not real no it's it that that's pretend
1: like we've absolutely touched on that on the show sure. before but we've not really dug into it so i think this is a good topic so okay what what's one
0: of the things that uh that first drew you to the wife um so I mean, I was attracted to her physically, obviously, but she she just didn't give any fucks. You know, she wasn't, she wasn't concerned about fashion. She wasn't concerned about what other people thought was cool. She did her thing and she was really, really comfortable and confident in who she was. I remember the first time I saw her in art class, I was like, that's the ugliest fucking jacket I have ever seen in my entire life. I'm going to marry that girl.
1: So it's funny. Tara and I actually had a conversation about this last night. So I was like. I was like, you know, I was like, one of the things that's enticing about you is the fact that you are, um, unknown to an extent. Mm -hmm. I was like, there's, there's a lot about you. I was like, here, I was like, we've been together for seven years. I'm like, and you will come out here. I'm like, you do what you want. She does, she won't. And then she will, she also feels like she has to fill this, this box basically. And she has to fit into this cookie cutter. Mm -hmm. And I'm like. And you don't. Right. I'm like, I, I get that you think there's a certain expectation of you and all this stuff because you're – and she part of it is she wants it. Okay? She wants to seem like this just beautiful, perfect soccer mom-esque figure, but nobody wants to actually be a soccer mom.
0: Yeah, the, Yeah, but – why? Okay. Why does she feel that she has to, to be that? Why does she? Why does she? I mean, obviously you're not encouraging her to be that thing. Is yeah. she trying to keep up with the it's, Joneses? It's, or? So
1: it's a it's a it's that whole. Uh, it's seeming stable. I
0: okay. uh, gotcha.
1: So mo- most people, what they want in a relationship is stability. And that's why a lot of people will stay in just crappy relationships is because they know what to expect. It's better to take on the evil that yeah. I know than yeah. that which I don't. So they will go on and be like, all right, well, this is this is good. This is okay because I know what to expect. And I'm like, the thing that I've always been drawn to with you and the thing that I adore about you is the fact that there's a lot about you that isn't expected. I'm like, so you don't have to try to be any one way. I was like, you just do what you do. I was like, and I think that's exciting and fun, and that's one of the things that draws me to you. I'm like, and a lot of it you do inadvertently. I'm like, you can't do it on purpose, you can't fake it, so take it and run with it hmm. like, you, you know it's it's good. I'm like, you don't have to you, you don't have to be like oh well i I can't go out and have a fun party night with my husband because I gotta wake up the next day. I'm like, we need to basically make sure that. Our affairs are in order. If we want to go out and let, let's say we just want to have a drunken, goofy night and have a fun date night, I'm like, we can do that. We just have to make sure that our shit's in order. I'm like, but there's no reason that you can't be fun and exciting, and, right. and it's it's so funny because one of the things that she said to me before is, "Oh, I don't want to lose the fact that I'm me." And I'm like, you don't have to.
0: Okay. I mean, we're 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 on a tangent, but I'm fascinated. What 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 possibly would she? I guess I'm confused as to what what is it that she thinks she's supposed to do that makes her not her. So it's so funny.
1: Okay, I think I think there's a level of mundane that everybody wants because it's stable. Okay, but there's a there's also mundane,
0: so people don't want to fall into it. If that makes sense, I I get I get what you're saying, but she doesn't want that. Why does she feel, why does she, why does she feel she's being compelled to do something well, there's a that social she doesn't stigma, want to do?
1: For sure. Like there's a hate. Because
0: she has kids because she's married. Married because, kids
1: like, you, oh, you can't have tattoos. You can't do this, that, and the other. Like Tara and I are both very alternative people when it comes to, you know, dress and stuff like that. Um, we keep snakes. Like we're, we're, we're different than the average bear. Oh, you're different. And uh, I think that's one of the things that makes us fun and exciting. I think what she's scared of is getting so caught up in, oh, well, I got to be a mom. I got to be a career-minded person that she loses every sense of her identity as far as just being different goes. And, like, when uh, she's got people at work, when she goes to train somebody, they'll be like, hey, this is Tara. She's the most interesting adult that I've ever met. (laughs) because she hula hoops and has snakes and stuff like that. And I'm like, you, you you don't have to shred away every semblance of your individuality in order to be this, this cookie cutter image of, what it What it is to be a married mom,
0: right. You just you just need to make sure that you are prioritizing and that you are responsible because you have you have children that you have to put before you. Well, and I think that line right there, yeah. responsible children to put
1: before you is what a lot of people get afraid of and associate with basically that that the death of freedom but it isn't like there's you know no di-
0: children of the death of freedom
1: d- discipline is freedom and i think there's a level of discipline that like she's afraid that okay if i fully embrace this i'll lose myself entirely or if i if i regiment myself in such a way that's not me and i'm like that's not it's that's not the case um, and i'm a i'm a chaotic person she's a chaotic person And I'm like, part of, part of what makes you you is that you're just chaos. Like I'm, I'm like, you don't look, neither of us are the most neat, tidy person. I'm like, neither of us are super into the car that we're driving. We're into the activities that we're doing. I'm like, so you can do fun things and maintain your individuality and still, um, be stable. And I think that stability is ultimately like, or the, the, The pursuit of that stability is ultimately what she's afraid of, if Hmm. that makes sense.
0: Yeah, I get it. I get it. She was, she doesn't, you know, she was young and fun and exciting and she doesn't want to stop being that thing. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's when, that's when my, that's when my, uh, my mom decided that, uh, she wanted to Get a divorce from my father because she had basically been an adult since she was 17 because she got pregnant with my older brother and broke my father's heart and, you know, went off and found herself and did her thing.
1: But like, I think part of finding yourself is realizing that you get to be you and no matter what situation you're sure. in and being comfortable with that.
0: Well, and that's that's the thing about the evolution of the relationship to sort of bring it back to the original topic is that. You grow together or you grow apart and you know, you are, you are going to evolve as a person and your significant other is going to evolve as a person as well. And that is going to impact your relationship.
1: Well, and I think ultimately, if you're keeping your relationship where, where it should be in your list of priorities and that I, I do believe that's at the forefront, especially if you're a married person, um, you're going to grow together. Right, you are going to go through struggles together, but, but
0: that's not that's not always the case. I mean, i've I've spoken to plenty of people um, who are obviously just. I shouldn't say spoken to people. Let me, let me rephrase that. This is going to be an editing nightmare for you. So, I've spoken to people who are obviously dissatisfied in their relationships because they have fallen out of love with the person that they're with or you know they realize that the person i don't like that person so i think falling out of love is crock shit
1: okay okay love is a verb it's something that you actively have to try to do it's really easy to love somebody when they're being lovable okay when they're doing things that are pleasing and stuff like that it's easy to love somebody it's hard to love somebody when they're struggling or when you're struggling so to keep things with the whole growing together growing apart thing um if you're if you're growing together you're going to be pushing and encouraging one another to be the best version of themselves that they can be if you're growing apart it generally means you're more worried about or somebody some party there is more worried about where they are going than where the collective we is are growing. going yeah e- exactly so it it will absolutely fall off at that point. Like there's no way that you can have a uh successful relationship if you're worried about yourself and yourself only. It's just not possible.
0: yeah, see, most of the people that I know that have dissatisfying relationships are because one or both treat the other like garbage. and they say shitty things, they're condescending, they're snarky, so they're what, rude. What, what do they do to fix that? Well, you kill that person. well, no, and they do they do nothing. They're like,
1: I'm just unhappy. Bullshit. Like, you're not willing to do something to change that. And if you've committed to a marriage, it's even more important that you're committed to that relationship. If you're in a long-term relationship, it's like you're going toward marriage, it's even more important that you buckle down and you're like, all right, let's fucking, let's figure out if we can make this work. If you're in a new relationship, okay, now is when you get to decide if, hey, I want to continue to pursue this person, pursue this relationship, or I'm going to step away and do something different. And that's, it's just one of those things like, should you be in a bad relationship? No, no, you shouldn't. Um, What is a bad relationship? That's going to be defined by the two individuals in the relationship. You really have to decide that before you decide to make it a marriage. Or that has to be agreed upon before you decide to make it a marriage or shortly thereafter because you have to have a common goal that you're working toward. So are we working to make us stronger and better or are we working to make ourselves stronger and better? And I think when we get into that uh, whole self-development thing at that point, that can be toxic.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Why are you staring at me like that? I'm, I, I was waiting for a response. Oh, a waiting, you, were, you were waiting for, well, so I, I mean, I, I don't disagree with you, but I don't know. I, I, I think that the relationship certainly can go through a change toward the negative that, you know, you may not recognize because it happens, you know, death by a thousand cuts. It happens in small increments. And then you wake up one day and you're like, I don't know if this is what I want anymore. I don't think that happens in a marriage, and I, 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 that sounds. The divorce rate is fifty percent. It happens in half, uh, half so of the marriages. Half
1: of the marriages. Okay, so the divorce rate is fifty percent because we've adopted the concept of the most important person in the
0: world is us,
1: is myself. I'm the most important one there is.
0: False. No, You're your not. your children are the most important ones. If you have children, yeah.
1: But okay, so if you've said I'm going to be married. You've absolutely said myself is not the most important (laughs) and I'm not there's extreme circumstances like physical abuse or something like that Like that's absolutely something that's you're
0: never tired of putting the other person first You don't always put the other person first
1: You put the relationship first see the other person the relationship are two different things The relationship is a collective the other person is an individual So okay, if we're gonna grow together, what does the relationship need? What can we do to make this better? if you're putting the other person first
0: okay what can i do for you you, you how, how how did you become so wise it's not wisdom like that's common why? okay how how about this why do you always shit on me when i try to give you a compliment i'm
1: not giving i'm
0: not I, giving I, you, I, shit. you are the biggest fucking contrarian you're like i'm not i'm not mama 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 i'm like chris you're beautiful i'm not beautiful chris you've got big fucking chiclet teeth i don't have big fucking chiclet teeth what is your deal no it's it's Take your fucking compliment, you wise sack of shit, well, with your giant you. chiclet teeth and your Pocahontas Jesus Christ hair. Yeah.
1: Okay. Fine. Thank you. You're welcome. No, I I just think you have to. You I do believe you have to put. If you've if you've gone to marriage, that's supposed to be the end all be all. Like that's one of the reasons why. If, if you're a Christian, I don't know what all the other religions do, but I know with no. Christianity. Um, Till death, do you part?
0: Yeah. I think, you know, that's where I, that's where I fail as a participant in my marriage is that I, have a tendency to put memories needs before mine but i really don't think about what is best for the relationship i just don't i never have i
1: think that's easy to do though like i don't don't think you're at any fault for that i think one of the things that happens is you're like how can i serve this person because i love this person
0: right I, i want her to be happy and you know she has gone through in her life some pretty terrible things and and you know i i I need to be there for her because she's, I mean, uh, above everything else, I mean, she's, she's my closest friend. And, you know, when she's hurting, it hurts me. And regardless, even if she does something that causes me pain, it hurts me more to see her ashamed and guilty than it does the actual thing that hurt my feelings in the first place. You know what I mean? To an extent. Yeah, yeah, absolutely.
1: And I don't I don't think that's wrong by any extent. Like you do have to put, I'm going to talk out the other side of my mouth now, but there's, there's absolutely a level of, okay, I have to put this person's needs before my own. And there are times where you're going to do that more, or they're going to do that more because relationships are give and take, but it's, it's not as simple as, um, you, you can't just be the doormat. Right. Like that's not helping that person. That's not helping your collective cause. So, there, there has to be, okay, that we, we're, we're growing and this is the direction that we're going. There has to right. be open communication about that. And this is like the other night with Tara and I, one of the things that we were talking about, cause it, it was one of the things that we talked, I, 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 Jesus, half retarded.
0: Um, oh my God. So I'll tell you that off the, off okay. the mics.
1: So going into our conversation, one of the things that was touched on is okay, in a relationship, there's a lot of fear of rejection by your partner. So what's something that I that I do or could do that would cause me to be rejected by this person? So you will close off areas instead of being honest about an area, whatever that might be. So let's say you enjoy the occasional smoke. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, I'm going to go have a cigarette. You'll hide that from your partner instead of just being like, hey, every so often I want to have a cigarette. Yeah. Uh, well, that's- it's because she's going to be a cunt about it. Well it it doesn't matter if she's going to be a cunt about it like it's just one of those you can't things where, smoke. No for you. I love you when you
0: don't smoke. Yeah. Um
1: but no it's one of those things where you have to be in a place that okay
0: I should probably apologize because if that gets best to my wife she's going to be upset.
1: She Listen, you have to accept the fact that your partner is going to be upset with you. Yeah. Uh, no,
0: it's true. Actually, yeah. When you're in a relationship with me, friendship or otherwise, I just accept that you're going to be upset with me. dude. Uh,
1: so that would, again, to go back to this conversation that her and I were having, I was like, you're going to do things that upset me. I'm going to do things that upset you. Right. I was like, but they're it, like, like, talk
0: to you like you're a piece of fucking garbage.
1: Yeah. I'm like, ultimately though, I'm like, I just want honesty between the two of us about everything. I'm, I, like, I'm like, so if you decide one day, okay. I need to go get a pack of cigarettes and smoke it all in seven minutes. Because that was the analogy that I initially used. I'm like, cool. No, we weren't fighting about smoking or anything. There was no fight. It was just a, it was an interesting conversation that went to a hundred different places. Mm -hmm. But I'm like, you don't ever have to be scared of who you are. Like, and the thing that's most important to me in our relationship is just having complete honesty with everything. I'm like, I will never know absolutely everything about you, but... I would like to come close and vice versa. I'm like, I shouldn't, I shouldn't have to hide anything from you and you shouldn't have to hide anything from me. We should have a a open and flowing relationship with one another to where we can be like, Hey, this is, this is my want or my need right now. And you know, I hope you can accept that. And if you can't accept that, I hope we can find a compromise. And that's where, that's where it gets interesting because you have to be willing to compromise on, whatever it might be.
0: How do you you be that open and honest with someone and then still have the ability to blow a load in them?
1: Oh, yeah. No, that's wonderful. Blowing the load is I
0: can't. No, 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 no. See, ignorance. That's what I want. I want blissful, blissful ignorance. No, you don't.
1: You like the idea of
0: it. No, I do. I like blissful ignorance. What are you doing? I can't do that. I have to drive home. Yeah, you can have two. It's almost...
1: So blissful ignorance. You're is, the worst. Blissful ignorance is interesting. Um, I think, I think we like the idea of somebody or something being perfect.
0: No, no, no. That's abs- that's absolutely true. I in in every relationship that I have, my relationship with you, my relationship with with everyone, I have an idealized image about who that person is. And I don't want things to, to 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 crack that facade, right? To tarnish that image so in my mind. Expectation is the killer of relationships. Yeah, well, that's, that's why I don't actually get close to anyone.
1: And I think that's so bizarre. Um, so one of the most incredible things about being this human and getting to experience this existence is getting to do it with other people. Like. Is it? It is is it is it, that is it, that great? it truly is so if you were here alone, you would go mad would I anybody would yeah we' we're, we're social creatures, so then you have to learn how to interact with other people and then you have to learn how to be close to other people or how to keep other keep certain people at a distance like it it it's really profound what we have to do in this really really short blip of time on our timeline so you just have to go with it, man. Your,
0: your your optimism is I'm becoming physically nauseous by it. Oh, stop. You're making me I'm going to throw up on your table. You're
1: you're the same person that was like, I just want to think this is perfect. Well, have the expectation that it's not.
0: No, I don't want that. No, I I want the I want the fake. I want the facade. I want the fantasy. You can't I, you can't romanticize it like I don't want that. to know the truth.
1: So Okay, we talk about work and stuff like that a lot on this show. When you go to work, it's never fucking perfect.
0: no, it's it's fucking. it's it's fucking horrible. In fact, one of my coworkers, I, I can't fucking stand and 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 I'm actually getting so tired of biting my tongue. it's driving me crazy. But that's beside the point.
1: But so you might be sick of fucking your job at times, but you do it because it's a necessary evil. And you go and you engage in these interactions and all this bullshit. And if you had, if you owned your own company, if you did your own thing, there'd be a bunch of bullshit that you wouldn't want to deal with sure. either. Like, yeah, no, no it's abs- but if,
0: if I was in, well, that's not even true either.
1: Well, no, right? no No matter what, there's going to be aspects of something that you don't enjoy with everything that you do. And like Buddha said, to live is to suffer. So like, no matter what you're going to suffer, that's part of this existence and it's, it's good because. you've
0: realized I don't like you.
1: Yeah, suffering promotes growth.
0: Yeah, I, I actually don't like you because you're like I'm fucking Buddha and blah, blah. blah. Well, okay, so I'll give it to your Bible then. Uh, no, it's not. It's not about the religion. It's about the look how smart and hoity-toity educated I am. It
1: isn't even smart and hoity-toity educated though. Yeah. It's just one and of his those
0: name. Things. His name was Siddhartha before he became the Buddha. That's but fine. I'll take the, the-
1: it. <laughs> Old Siddhartha. <Saturday. laughs>
0: Listen, the Saturday <laughs> fell off. I know, you hate me too. That guy loves me. But that's the weekend. fine. <laughs> so Have you ever we, been friends with somebody so long you realize you don't like them anymore? Oh yeah, every yeah. day. No, so it's funny.
1: We just we hired a bunch of new guys. Um, by a bunch, I mean three. Uh, two of them are Hispanic guys. So they speak a bunch of Spanish at work. Great. And they do it to me. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't fucking speak Spanish. Yeah. So they kept doing it, because then it's a joke between them. Mm-hmm. So then I'm like, all right, bitch, I got you. So they're like, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, "No, nachos, bel grande, taco, bel quesadilla.
0: <laughs> How do they call you a racist?
1: No, they, yeah. won't, they won't fucking try to pull that shit. And they're like, what? And I'm like, well, you're fucking making fun of me for not knowing your language, so I'm going to not know your language right back at you.
0: Yeah. <laughs> See, I would have been like,
1: Well, no, so I'm like, I'm like, yo prometo la bandera de los Estados Unidos de America. I know about two different things in Spanish the American Pledge of Allegiance and open your book to page 25.
0: That's all I remember from Spanish. So they're
1: like, they're like, la, 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 you know, speaking Spanish to me. And I'm like, libros a página And they're like, what the fuck? And I'm like, we can go order.
0: <laughs> That's wonderful. Oh, we,
1: we have good fun with it. So now they're like, dude, this is funny as shit. So yeah. uh, today, one of them brought in a uh, Mexican soup. That it, So his family made the soup. It smelled wonderful. And I was like, oh, dude, what is that? And he's like, oh, el pollo, boil, blah, blah, blah. So and I chicken. Was, right? uh, yeah. And I was like, look, I was like, I understood one thing there and it was chicken. <laughs> I was like, you tell me what that fucking soup is now. Or we're going to have some problems. <laughs>
0: Oh man, you're but, the best.
1: <laughs> I'm fucking awful. And then one of them is really taken to me, so he is like a yeah. top knot. He is the long hair up top oh, and the you, sides. You, are you
0: fucking stab him in the neck. He's a, he, so he came in.
1: He he wears his girlfriend's scrunchie, which I think is a sweet gesture. Um, so he was wearing the scrunchie one day, and uh, one of the other guys said something to me about it, and like I'm I'm mentoring these kids a little bit, and I was like, look, dude. I was like, I'm going to give you one of my ponytails right now. I was like, take that fucking scrunchie out of your hair. I was like, it has nothing to do with me. I was like, I don't give a shit what you wear or anything like that. I'm like, but a customer might get distracted by it. I'm like, and I've got some other asshole over here talking about it. I'm like, I'm all about doing whatever the fuck you want. Some of these cocksuckers aren't right. So I'm like, take this. And he's like, no, man, I'll I'll, I'll do it different tomorrow. I'm like, all right, no big deal. So he accidentally got a women's shirt <laughs> <laughs> as one of his work shirts.
0: He's try you know the thing is and I feel bad for this guy because he he's trying to, you know, slowly subconsciously yeah. he's,
1: he's assimilating
0: yeah well no no he's he's you know he's trying to you know step out of the closet and i think that it's shitty that people are mocking so, him for using this sweet his kid. beard
1: scrunchie and wearing her shirts this sweet kid comes in in a women's shirt with a scrunchie in his hair and i was like bro <laughs> i was like your fucking blouse is cute but I'm going to give you a real shirt right now. Your blouse is
0: cute. So, and you're so, but it's 2019. Who cares if he wears
1: a fucking woman's shirt? I do not. But when half of my staff is fucking like, oh, I'm is like,
0: it, wait, is it your staff? Or are you the boss? I feel that way. That's not, that wasn't my question.
1: Yeah, no, it's not. But unfortunately, I go in there with the assumption of, Oh yeah, I'm I'm the boss.
0: Ah, I'm gonna yeah. lead these boys to victory. Did you did did Jared bite you? Was it contagious? It, it so you know what's <laughs> funny is No I, I actually I like I'm quite fond of Jared. What what's funny about
1: it is I've been a, a go to guy for questions anyway. From no, just sure, sure. From yeah, yeah. from the time that I started. I had some experience that some of the guys didn't have. Yeah. Um and I no problem helping somebody out. So I I kind of fell into that a little bit. And I was a leader where I was before. And I, you know, I do things like this, uh like this podcast. So everything I, I, I I'm very entrepreneurial and I try to take up a leadership role with basically anything
0: that I do. Yep. That's one of the things that is amazing about you. It's it's a quality I don't possess. You you do more than you know. No. So
1: I'll go in and I'll I'll assume authority. And that's a that's such a double-edged sword. Nonetheless, it doesn't matter. So I'm like, bro, come on. I'm going to get you a, a boy's shirt so these assholes aren't laughing at you and so we don't have to do this shit. And he's like, thanks, man. So I, you know, get him a new shirt. And he goes and changes and he's like, I don't know what happened. And I was like, dude, I was like, how did you put that on this morning and not know? He's like, it was just kind of small. <laughs> but uh, so... I helped him sell his first car today. Nice. And uh, like he got he got through everything on his own to the part where you go to negotiate with the customer. And we we get through everything and he's like, Hey, yeah, there was another guy that like we have somebody that's basically designated to go do that sort of thing. And there were other people asking me to go help him and him him included because he's comfortable with me. He's not comfortable with this other guy. I trained him this other guy didn't. Right. Um, the other guy's a sweet dude. Uh, so shout out to you, Jason. You're a sweet guy. Um, so I go help the kid out and he's like fucking beaming at me the whole time and I'm like, knock your shit off. So I told him before we go to talk to this customer, I'm like, hey, I need you to do one thing. He's like, yeah, what do you need, man? What do you need? What is it? And he's like, blah, 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 Romano, And I'm like, Knock that shit off So two things now <laughs> I'm like quit that shit Because I I have no idea what you're saying I don't speak Spanish I'm like second one is just shut up I'm like we're going to go in there I was like I don't want you to say a word And he's like I can do that So this motherfucker doesn't say a word He says everything by sitting there And just smiling at me the entire time He's excited he's getting his first car deal Right. He's popping a cherry And uh, he's just like Ha ha and I'm like fucking quit like look pissed off or look empty look empty, look retarded (laughs) (laughs) why it makes it so when you're sitting there smiling at a customer they think you're joking ah okay so I'm presenting this person with something that's serious like hey this is how much money you're going to be spending every month and he's like ha and I'm like you can't fucking smile right so I'm sitting there stone face like trying to get through this and he's like (laughs) like biggest ear to ear grin so we get through it and i'm like dude i'm like don't ever fucking do that again he's like what he's like i was quiet i was like i know but you can't sit there and smile at me like you're fucking with me man he's like i wasn't he's like i'm just so happy
0: so you realize this dude has a crush on you right
1: so he calls me tarzan his girlfriend came up today and he's like tarzan's helping me with my deal
0: it was sweet so but yeah he's into you
1: he's not he's a sweet kid the kid's 18 19 years old yeah yeah he's
0: he's he's not comfortable in his own skin yet but he wants to fuck you
1: no yeah yeah no no
0: listen I I, people are in their cars right now list all four of them are listening to this episode going that dude who wears his beard scrunchie and his it wasn't a beard it was in his
1: hair yeah Okay. Oh,
0: for the oh, love of Christ, oh, okay, no, Christopher! I'm sorry. Jesus it went over my head. <laughs> it's that stupidity that I have. Wearing a woman's shirt the next day, and you're like, "Come on, buddy, let's get you out of that shirt. Let's get you into a man's shirt." Yeah, <laughs> you two are fucking all the time. Yeah. Ah.
1: <laughs> but uh, no, your your relationship has to evolve.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yes. Well. So so here's what here's what happens. In a nutshell. Um Why are people listening to the show? And we're never on topic. So you, you have the new relationship energy and it's exciting. And then you get to a point where you start to become more comfortable with one another. So, you know, you're, you sort of, you begin to let your guard down, right? You get to be vulnerable. Yeah truly vulnerable but but then you get to a point in a relationship where and I know this isn't true of every relationship but you get to a point where you 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 have to tackle complacency right where yeah. you become yeah, you absolutely. become used to the you become used to the thing you don't you, want to be a bump on the log yeah 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 yeah, you you but you also you just become complacent because you have an expectation of this is what the relationship is and this is who the other person is and this is what we do and you may lose sight of the relationship and that's when you can start to run into trouble and resentment and and start to develop serious issues so you, you you can't let yourself get to that place it's sort of like you know you have to give yourself You know you're starting to get drowsy So you need to shock yourself awake With a splash of cold water You know you need to break out of that And you need to be able to recognize That you're getting to that place
1: Well and you have to be willing to take your place Or take yourself to a place where you're uncomfortable Right So you you leave the comfort of okay this is what we do To hey this is what we can be Like
0: anal you just need to Maybe you need to take one in the shitter
1: And maybe you gotta take one in the shitter Maybe you have to plan an unexpected date something like that like like you said you expect a certain thing like in i'll i'll lead that back into expectation is the killer of relationship somebody else said that not me somebody way smarter than i am an actual doctor of love um you can't get to a place to where you expect this this and this out of your relationship and out of your partner like you you have to be in a state to where you're constantly willing to learn and adapt with this person, just as you would be in everyday life. And if you don't expect that, like if that's not what you expect, then you're in for a yeah.
0: rude fucking awakening. So, but let me. You, expectation is the killer of relationships. You said, yeah, right. Let me challenge that. Shoot, because you you're going to have expectations. I, I expect you to financially contribute to the relationship. I expect you to contribute to the maintenance of the household. I expect you to not be a fucking cunt. Um, I expect you to, you know, communicate with me. I mean, you're going to have expectations in any relationship.
1: Well, I, th- I think that's one of the things that if you're, if you're doing things right, that those basic expectations that you have that should all be assumed and it should be a part of this collective that's moving toward a goal of growth if you're if you're not moving toward the same goal like you're gonna it's gonna be rocky and like i'll you know if, if you want me to reference the bible on one like you have to be equally yoked (laughs) so you <laughs> Yeah, you're yoked. Yeah. You're bro. No, but you have to be equally yoked, so you have to be going toward the same thing. Right. And if you're if you're not, well you're going nowhere.
0: Yeah, and I think that's that's an issue in my my relationship now. My wife very much is um geared up. She wants to move. She wants to move to uh she wants to move to Oregon and she wants to be away from St. Louis. And, you know, she the, the only tie that she has to this area is is her family and that's you know her her aunt, her mother uh, and her stepfather. and her mother and her stepfather are going to move to the same town in Oregon when we move because they're getting ready to retire. Yeah uh, you know, my mother-in-law retires you know at the end of next month and my father-in-law is going to retire I don't know by the end of the year, early next year. So my wife wants to move and I don't have any objection to moving. I'm just not, I just don't, I'm just not excited about it. I just don't, I mean, every, everything that is important to me with the exception of her is here.
1: Well, you know, what's funny is not funny, but like what is, so hearing you talk about this now, it, it, for me, it's kind of heartbreaking. Like I adore you. I adore the time that we get to spend together and stuff like that. And like, I as you as you're talking about that, I, what's going through my mind? And it's selfish, um, but I'm like, oh, what are we gonna do?
0: Well, like, well, you, well, first of all, I mean, I mean, fucking the the best podcast I listen to Ken and Robin talk about stuff you know Ken Height lives in Chicago and Robin Laws lives in Toronto Canada
1: hey I understand that and that's like yeah. I, I was thinking of ways to remedy that yeah. but it's but it's, it's I mean it's I mean that, having a face to face interaction is different though.
0: no I agree with you it's it's better That
1: that's one of those things yeah. that like I was just like oh fuck man like
0: oh it's not I mean it's gonna be forever I wouldn't even worry about it I mean it didn't even fucking happen I don't know maybe we'll get divorced and I'll stay here and I'll be single do you do that i'll be with cody cody and i'll be going out fucking shit up lambing bitches yeah you would tinder swipe right um no all those black chicks would know that i eat pussy too they'd be like yeah take it take that tongue uh no
1: like it's weird because you're talking about that and like expectation starts to flow into my mind and i'm like oh i expect mike to be here yeah like we do this once a week like And then, like, I'm listening to that, and I'm like, well, shit. Fucking Mike's going to leave me? No, I'm not not going anywhere. You're fine. Like, you go somewhere if you need to go somewhere. But uh, that's going to be so interesting for people to listen to, because my tone changed. Uh, (laughs) I broke your heart. I'm so uh, sad. uh, Don't be sad. Like, so... I I would say over she's
0: she's wanted to do this for a long time. No, no, no that's so. cool.
1: And like over over the past, I would say probably three weeks, month or so, like our relationship has changed pretty drastically. Um, it has our relationship. Yours and mine.
0: Uh, it was because we fucked.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, so like we'll we'll have a serious conversation off air, and like. I, I I caught myself getting bitter about something, um, last conversation that we had. So I, I sent you a text shortly there. and it was
0: sweet. And I was all misty because you're the sweetest.
1: But like I, you know, I caught myself in a place that wasn't healthy and it wasn't good. And I was like, dude, I gotta I gotta fucking text him. And like that was one of those things. I was like, hey, I'm not I'm not gonna call you because you're fucking home doing your thing, whatever. But I was like, it, it, It's whatever you were doing, man. I don't give a shit. Um, but I was like, I need to let Mike know that I was inappropriate
0: in what I said. So can, let me, let me say this though. I, I wasn't bothered. I, I I, I didn't think it was inappropriate. I I wasn't offended by anything that you said. I I know
1: you weren't like, I had, I had a conversation with Cody the next day and, uh, I told Cody, I was like, you know, Mike and I had a conversation and then I, I, I didn't allude to all the details of our conversation, but I basically said, I was like, I fucking, I caught myself going to a place that wasn't, like, I said this, this, and this, and I, I stand by what I said. Like, I'm not going to back away from anything that I said in our conversation. Like, I, I meant it, and I I do believe that to be true, and to the best of my knowledge, that's the truth. So I say that, and then I'm like, there there's a, there's a small part of this that's coming from a place of bitterness. I know that. So it's really important that I reach out to Mike and let him know that, hey, you know, what whatever I said, like, and I I meant it, um, but it's also like this this is good because of this, and you can't you can't get caught up in some silly shit because uh, you're you're pissed off, and I don't want to I don't want to feed into that, right. you know, more than necessary. Like, you you need your friends to feed into your negativity a little bit, but you yeah. also need your friends to pull you out of it. Sure.
0: So. Yeah. It's like our relationship has evolved. It has. No, it has,
1: man. Like, so, okay, a year ago, yeah. like, you and I have actually gotten, I would say, close over sure. the last, like, yeah. year. Um, I started working with you again, and, like, we were working together every day. It was like, every day we were working together, and we would... Goof off, and it was always oh, let's be powerful. Let's get energy drinks. <laughs> yeah, okay, we had the Stupid
0: best. shit. I was powerful twice today. It was terrible.
1: I I was not. I drank a bunch of fucking Mountain Dew. Have you had Bang? No, I. Wasn't Holy
0: possibly. shit! Is it good? It's so good. It's so powerful. They're not sponsoring this podcast. It's by so way. much better than Monster. And don't get me wrong. No,
1: I did. I had a Monster today. Fuck, I was powerful. I love. I, I was gonna send you a picture because I got a red one.
0: I love. I love Monster, but Bang. It was like that. Oh, ah! Uh, you can't. You're not supposed to have it if you're under 18. It's right there <laughs> on the can.
1: <laughs> it's so good. Anyway. But uh, yeah, I don't. I don't even know. You were talking
0: about, you know, serious and evolution of relationships, and you no, and I've so, gotten closer. And no, no, no. So in any, any totally relationship,
1: yeah, no, we would fucking bang it out, gay as AIDS. <laughs> I have to cut that out now. <laughs> but uh, no, like we we. we Every relationship changes your relationship with your friends, your relationship with your significant other right. spouse, boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever the fuck it is. all that shit changes. Um, one of the things that you have to come to terms with is like where your head is in it. And like that's kind of where I was going with that part of the conversation. Sure. I was like, oh, I, I there were there were parts of my head that were in the wrong place when I was speaking to you. and like what I said wasn't wrong. Yeah. But I knew parts of
0: my heart were wrong in what I was saying. I hear you. I no, 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 no. You're you're right. I guess I and and I don't have any other way to express this. And so I I guess I, I feel like that you took what you said more seriously than I did. Not that I didn't take it seriously. No, 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 but, that's fair. But but it impacted you in a way that that it didn't impact me in that way. Like I wasn't hurt. I wasn't offended. You weren't wrong. So I don't know. ah, I don't know why Mike, you know what I mean? I I just, I don't know why it was. I mean, and I appreciate that it was important to you to address it, but I guess it, it impacted you in a way that it didn't
1: impact me. And that's, uh, that's fine and dandy. Like one, one of the things that I am very adamant about is you, you, where your heart is, like where your heart is when you do or say something, is ultimately what determines if your action is
0: moral or not. Right. It's the intent. Right.
1: And, and like, I found myself in a place of ill intent. And, uh, it wasn't, not that I was wrong in anything that I had said, but, like, and by the end of it, you were like, no, you're just no bullshit, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And, to an extent, that's true, but like part of part of where I was coming from was just from a place of fucking malice, and I didn't like it. Yeah,
0: because your friend your your friend is upset, and you're you know you want to lash out at, at the person who hurt your friend.
1: I but the, yeah. So in our conversation, like I didn't lash out at the person that hurt you, right? And I I think that's kind of like I was lashing out at people that hurt people.
0: Right, right, right,
1: and. It, it was just one of those things like I, I my heart wasn't right when i was saying it sure and it's not that what i was saying was wrong and again i completely stand by what i said but i i can't i i couldn't be like all right this is this is what things are because it, it simply wasn't so i reach out to mike and here i'll i'll give you the this is the word of wisdom. How about that?
0: Oh man, look at you! That was that's that's in the business of what they call a transition. A beautiful transition. It was a beautiful transition. It so, was moistening. <laughs> I'm actually wet. I'm in a pool of my own um, juices. Wet. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, my fucking anus is so lubed right now.
1: So skeletons are going to be uncovered. I I actually I should read it. It's on my old phone. Never mind. Uh, But basically to summarize what I had said was, hey, if you go looking for skeletons, you're going to find them. Um, Finding a skeleton is not what you should be looking for. Like if if you're doing that, you're not seeking out the beauty and everything that your that your relationship and your love has to offer. Here we go. If you go looking for skeletons, you'll find them. There's no peace in staring at them. Regardless of anything that's been kept from you, there's still an amazing love story playing between you and your wife. Don't let yourself get too caught up in awful shit and enjoy your relation. I I fucking typoed because I'm an asshole. Apparently don't let yourself get too caught up in awful shit to enjoy what your relationship has to offer you. I love you, brother.
0: Um, See, first of all, let's address the typo. This phone is fucking tiny. These buttons are fucking tiny. My T and my L were messed up there. My my point is, is that you have normal human sized fingers, and these phones today, even the largest of phones, the buttons on them—if you can call them—the touchscreen button areas—they're not made for normal human sized fingers. Well, no, I just I fucked up. They're made for children. I was a little buzzed. It's about indoctrinating. So was that a Chris original? That was a critical That's ritual. beautiful.
1: Well, no, like it, it so there, there there are very few things that I will put out into the world, and part of it is selfish, and part of it is I, I'm deathly afraid of being plagiarized. And I know that's obnoxious.
0: <laughs> you're gonna be the most amazing old person because all of your weird idiosyncrasies and foibles just magnify as you age. Right. You're gonna have a tinfoil, you're gonna you're gonna have a fucking tinfoil man bun. <laughs> no, so I'm
1: I'm deathly afraid of being fucking plagiarized. Um, but like I, 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 on that same note, I also think it's extremely important to, uh, put, you know, what you think out there to be real out, out there for other people. So I, I think more, more is to be had from something if it's given in a private conversation.
0: See, I seldom say what I really think.
1: I don't think anybody is ever completely honest about what they think.
0: Because I I would I don't want to hurt people.
1: What's well, the it's the fear of repercussions. So that that that's normal. But like in it, you know with with our conversation, like you you were talking about something an issue that you and your wife had, and like I let an area of my bitterness come in there, and like I caught it, and when I said that, I'm like, man, that's that's fucking. Because by the end of our conversation, you're like, oh, you're just no bullshit, and that's okay, and like, yeah, I I believe so, but also like it's it's not all poison right and that, that that's why i sent you that so yeah there there are skeletons out there and i promise you no matter who you are no matter who your significant other is or friend is or whatever like whoever you're engaging in anything with there's something that you could dig up on them and you wouldn't be happy with it and staring that thing in the face is not necessarily going to be beneficial when there's something good unfolding around you man
0: you're amazing.
1: You're amazing.
0: No, you're so smart and wise, and I don't know where it comes from. I'm envious. It's probably from my dad.
1: He like to get. Oh drunk. my god! I saw
0: Lingling's tits on Facebook. Did they're you? good. Did you? They're good. That picture, her cleavage is good. So, <laughs> Got them titties. <laughs> you, know what, you know what's uh, so funny? Uh, <laughs> so uh,
1: they're five weeks pregnant. Okay, yeah. you're not supposed to talk about
0: it for the first trimester, right?
1: They fucking post pictures and stuff on oh, Facebook saw it. today and tagged me in yeah. it.
0: Your dad, you know, God bless him. He looks like a drunk. Oh, dude, he I is. mean, that picture of them on the bench, I was like, that dude's has an yeah, alcoholic. <laughs> fucking gone at that point. He was like, Did <laughs> uh, you see Ling Ling's titties? Did I tell yeah. you about what happened last week? <laughs> no. <laughs> I will. Okay. <laughs> I
1: will. So, guys, we love you. Thank you for listening. You you've had our wisdom.
0: I'm I'm in favor of mail order tits. Go, Mr. Parsons.
1: Mail order tits. Um be be willing to evolve and change. Like if your relationship doesn't, it's stagnant, and it dies. Yeah.
0: Bye. I'm afraid to be myself. Why? I don't know.